mine might come tearing out too. We'll see. That's totally fine. Yours is in fourth. No, hang on. Mine's in fourth. Yours is in second grade. First. First grade. Okay. Yeah. 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 How's all Pretty that? Good, though. Close. Yeah, I knew there was. I knew they were close in age. I didn't know that. I. I um, but uh, how's that? As a side note, isn't it funny that like first and fourth grade doesn't feel that close in age like it, it yeah. is but it isn't yeah. but like obviously the difference between like 31 and 34 non-existent anyway yeah. that's always I always I think it's wonder funny. where that happens like at what age yeah do those age is- gaps start to close well there is certainly a point where it's it's negligible like 81 and 84 you're like you're in your 80s like gang you know <laughs> i think they even start to be like i'm yeah, not I sure like i remember my grandpa being like ah, i'm somewhere in there make any difference. <laughs> But what is the, yeah, that's funny. That's a funny thing to think about. Like, what is the age where you actually like start to stop caring yeah. about the split? I think it starts in your thirties would be my guess. Yeah. But, yeah. I remember having a brain, like my mind blown when I realized that um, I I work with people all the time and consider them contemporaries who are way younger than my sister. And mm-hmm. like, she was always so young to me. She is mm-hmm. two years younger. But growing up, that was like epic. Like I was so much older. <laughs> but you guys even went to same schools then together. At yeah, certain point. yeah. She was three grades younger because of where mm-hmm. her birthday of where fell, and we mm-hmm. moved. Yeah. Um. So we actually had a really good time when we were both in high school because I was a senior, senior and she was a, a freshman. Like she finally made it, and we would like do these stupid high fives in the hallway and stuff. Like we were <laughs> like an eighties after school special. I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you gotta fun. love it. That sounds good. That <laughs> sounds like fun. I never had. Yeah, I have two brothers. Never went to school with any, either of them. Um, oh wow! They are four and five years younger than me, respectively. But then also because mm-hmm. of, like you say, birthdays, it just yep. never. We never were in the same school, even though we went to the same schools. We never were at the same school at the same time. Except, actually, I say that my younger brother, my youngest brother, and I. We're both at American University at the same time, but I was a grad student and he was undergraduate. So that's not quite, not quite the same. But No, that's kind of neat though. We, we never, you never see each other on campus when you're like grad students and undergrad. Okay, that yeah. never, ever, ever, ever lines up. Um, but so distance learning's going okay for you guys? Or um, adults exciting? <laughs> we're even in the same like county public school system. <laughs> so yeah. we have like this very similar experiences, I'm sure. Yeah, it's going better than uh, I would have expected. It's amazing how quick he, uh, I would have, well, I guess I can't assume all kids. I've been amazed at how quickly my kid has adapted to it and Mm. doesn't, he is not someone who feels like he is missing something. You know, um, Mm. his teachers do these check-ins, which is so sweet. And they'll go one one at a time and see how the kids are feeling and, um, they they specifically broached um, quarantine recently and, you know, wanted to know kids' feelings about that. And, you know, so I've heard that some of the other kids in his class who are his age are are struggling with it or f- feeling frustrated, they said, or sad, or, you know, because they can't be at school or can't see their friends. And he, he was like, oh, yeah, I guess that's, I guess I'm sad because I can't be at school. <laughs> but mostly he's been really happy. He says he loves being here. Like when we told him, sorry, you know, school officially is closed for the rest of the year he was like okay <laughs> so he's well, doing fine best case scenario yeah okay. yeah that's good yeah it, it bobby's doing well it flares up on him in weird moments we're mm. finding where he'll be like 
And it's actually, it's an interesting bit of fatigue, I think, that everyone's experiencing who does work on Zoom or anything like that, where it is not, it scratches the itch a little bit, but not all the way. And I think Mm -mm. that people are are like, hold on for one second. I'm very sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. I will get your book. This is Tia Shearer trying on her radio voice. <laughs> I don't know when you get a radio voice. It just happens <laughs> at some point. Somebody, somebody said that to me. It was Michelle Polera said to me the other day, um, you laugh differently on the podcast than the way you laugh in real life. And I was like, huh, wow. that's a funny, funny thing. Like I never, I didn't think that, but yes, it's apparently I have. Well, and Kelly can tell I'm recording from upstairs by the fact that I have my radio voice on. And I don't do it consciously at all. It is I just, I, apparently I just start to, you put a microphone in my face and my the timbre of my voice changes. <laughs> but you know. I love that. Hey. Um, what was it? Oh yeah. So, but Bobby gets, um, the other day I kind of backed up on him that it just wasn't the same. Mm. He's not with his friends. He's not with his class. It's not he just sort of really noticed the difference and you know, we had a moment and then we talked through it and you know, you get through like as that, but it's, yeah, it, yeah, it's just a weird, it, you could tell it kind of took him off guard a little bit too. Or he was just like upset and he didn't know why. Mm. Um, so, and it was a good, I love that he could talk reminder. through it with you. Yeah. It takes a you little, that, takes a little yeah, prodding yeah. as you might've met, but like to get yeah. to what the actual like issue is, um, yeah. starts with a lot of kicking furniture and then you work your way down to like, Oh, that's no. what you're having. <laughs> like I actually think a lot of grownups are the same way. Oh, like yeah, maybe absolutely. we don't kick furniture, but, but I think there are a lot of feelings, especially in a, in a pressure cooker, strange new situation, you know, where there's anxiety all around us that we can either mm-hmm. tap into or not depending on the day. And we don't realize how we're tapping into it, et cetera. Like I, I think that happens to adults as well, where suddenly oh, sure. we're just feeling a thing and like, what we don't know why. And it's up to us whether we decide to do the work to try to find out why or not, you know, it may surprise us what it, what it is. Oh yeah. And it's also the admitting though, that like, I think there's, there's a certain amount, at least for me, where you're sort of thinking, well, I'm like, it's stressful, but comparatively, like you compare it to somebody else and you go, mm-hmm. they're having a much worse time. So I'm fine. And you can say mm-hmm. that a lot, like that gets you through the little moments, but there are always certain days. And today's probably one of them for me where it's like, nope, like today I have to be, I have to be overwhelmed today and let that yeah. happen and take the breaks where I can and not do all the things I'm supposed to do. And I'll make that up tomorrow and that's fine. And yeah having a support structure in hand is crucial to that, <laughs> to that sort of situation. Here, here. Yeah. Because otherwise, like, you have, it is, it is a really funny thing of, like, you have to let yourself get overwhelmed every now and again. Mm. If it's going to go on for a really long time, at least I feel that yeah. way. Like, if it's yeah. a marathon, not a sprint, you've got to, like, like, today, this is too much, and we're all just going to accept that and try, try again tomorrow. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. all about expectation. Well, you had a what, what did you call it? Pity party day yesterday. Yeah, which was my nineties pity party. Nineties pity party on Facebook. So good and great. grungy. I was so like, oh man, I was so ready for that when you when you put the call out for angsty nineties songs. Like, yes. Oh yeah, you're like a third of my playlist now. <laughs> I, I think Jason Schlafstein is another third. I was gonna say the two of us. <laughs> I think. And we, I was impressed with his list. We came from very, very different directions. Yeah. Very, very different directions. Yeah. I couldn't believe how many 
bands I didn't know because I was like, oh, there's going to be a lot that I already know. But I'll see, mm-hmm. you know, it's fun to see who picks what. And there were actually quite a lot of songs, even bands, bands that I didn't even like had never even heard of. Mm-hmm. And then songs by bands that I did know, but I didn't know that song, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, I really thought like, oh, 90s, cool, but depressing. I've, right. I've got a lot of those songs already in my head, but alas, no, it's quite a category. So much. Yes, honey, I will put your trades back when I'm done. Um, so, so much of that is colored by, I'm going to leave in all these kid interruptions because they're just so much real yes, life. Yes, please. The, um, but so much of the 90s music, I think, what was funny was is colored still by radio, which is colored by region. So like the radio, mm. me listening to Y100, 100.3 FM out of uh, Philadelphia is colored. <laughs> please sponsor. Please, but well, they're gone now. They don't. <laughs> oh, dang it. Unfortunately, I tried, buddy. I tried. I love my. I love my. Thank you very much. Much respect. I have my. Um, I have a playlist. My iTunes playlist called Y100, which is just all the music oh. I listened to in that period of time. Um, but it really colors how much like my exposure based on like somebody else who was living in a different area had a different a pop point. radio station that had slightly different programming. Yeah, you get yeah. a slightly different experience, and there was so much music to listen to at that period yeah. of time. Like, it just feels like it. Do you need something, buddy? No? I'm going to say hi to Miss Tia. Hi, Miss Tia. Hi, good to see you again. Okay, what are you going to do? Don't get on your computer until I'm done, okay? We'll, we'll work on it together, okay? Make a CD? Not right now, but yeah, in a little while. Okay. You going to make a CD? We're gonna make a CD. We make CDs. Sweet. Yeah. I bought a spindle of like a hundred CDs when they were on sale. This is a long time ago, and they just were sitting there because <laughs> I don't. We don't make CDs anymore. Like it's yeah, not something yeah. we do professionally or for any other reason. And so I had the spindle, super cheap CDs. And Bobby said one day, "I want to burn a CD." And I went, "Yes, yes, you can do that because there's nothing else I'm going to do with these these yeah. pieces of media." So yes, periodically he and I make CDs. He writes a long list of songs and then I <laughs> make them for him. Most of them, I will say at this point, it's either Broadway stuff or video game music she likes to listen to. Not my uh, cup do of tea. You, but do you guys know about the, um, there's a local, like here in Montgomery County, I think, um, uh, 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 like a chamber music group or, or maybe it's an orchestra. Maybe it's an orchestra um, that does like, orchestrations symphonic orchestrations of video game music oh no, i didn't know yeah that. i helped oh, them my. get an arts grant by help i oh, mean wow. i was on the panel and, I, and they wrote an amazing they wrote a wonderful they were like one of the high scorers um so, wow. so they, got, they got their full funding but yeah i was like what a cool idea oh, wow i'm gonna make a note of that yeah that it's i i mean i bet there's like I feel like I saw I saw an image where um they, they also include you know some footage or something um about these videos games while they're playing but it looks like sure. such a fun event and there's so many like wonderful high cultured geeks <laughs> i think the, it must be the like washington really- metropolitan gamer symphony orchestra yeah that's it oh that's they wow check that out okay great bookmark that that's easy yeah enough. oh yeah <laughs> all right that's cool um you don't have video games in your house as of yet? we we do oh. oh actually my kid loves video games and he only yeah. knows about them because Matt, um, my husband, Matt Bassett, um, got himself 
a one of those old Super Nintendos that has yeah. um well it's the, a new thing one. but it has all the mm -hmm. old yeah yeah yep. it holds all the old games mm -hmm. and so um and I was like how are we gonna keep this from the kids right there and sure enough like I we've had this for a while so it might have been even at age four or early five he was like what is that and now he's the one who plays it more than anybody but he only knows about these old games wow so he thinks this is like the pinnacle of of video oh, gaming it's like Mario. Yeah. Sure. Super Mario, like the original ones, you know? Right, right. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know when it is that he'll find out about, like, I feel like he'll fall over a precipice one day, you know, of yes. like, whoa, look <laughs> at all these, and I don't want him, I'm gonna, I'm staving that off as long as I can. He's sure. like, then we get into all this stuff with, with like, it feels like it suddenly gets more violent, all the newer stuff, and like more like mess with your brainy as far as like, this is really real and I'm in it. Where like you play Super yeah. Mario one or two, you don't feel like you're in yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> like, 64 bit, no, it's, yeah, it's a board you're game like to move. Very basically. distanced, yeah. yeah. <laughs>